Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 226 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt, joined by my co-host, Carlos. Yeah. We're here. We have a couple more episodes for you. I can't believe it's already been since how many months ago now? Four? Four <laughs> months ago? Something like that. Winter is upon us. Christmas happened. New Year's is this weekend. All that jazz, holiday, whatnot. Yeah, we're recording during the nicest day of the month. Oh, yeah. It's what? Fucking almost... It's like 38 out there right yeah, now? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, the last week was... Negative. Yeah, it was the wind chill of negative 30 was outside for like four or five days in a row. My heat didn't turn off, so that's good. That's good. My neighbors did, though. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that needs to be fixed right away. She, it, she got it fixed. They, they called the, the River Falls heating or whatever, and they were in a matter of seconds. But I, I guess, yeah, keeping mine at like 71 has it running constantly, so it doesn't freeze over in those crazy colds that we usually have. Normally, it's every year it does. So. 71, that's pretty high. Yeah, it gets pretty warm in there, but if I don't leave it there, then it freezes over, and I'm stuck at 40 then or lower, or all the pipes freeze. So On one of the, uh, the freezing nights... Uh, uh, the temp, like it was set to like seventy one, so it, it was one of the nights where it wasn't windy, so like it, the house wasn't getting cold, drafty, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was too hot for Lando. Lando slept downstairs. <laughs> yeah, and like at that point, it's just like I have the lightest sheet over me in the middle of the night, just because I overheat at night. But yeah, it's, my apartment's small enough where it it doesn't cost as much to heat it to that, so that's kind of nice. But yeah, well, yeah. Do you have a good Christmas? Yeah, it was all right. Just all right. Yeah, and uh, done with. Uh, the overtime, like, because we were trying to record in uh, November, but like that was like right when uh, I had to do a bunch of overtime, and then that wrapped up, and like I'm in the middle of I don't have to go back to work till like uh, second week of January now. That's nice. So, in my second week of January, I'll be hopping on a plane to Washington, and then to Hawaii, and then to Japan, and then to who knows where else uh-huh. after that. So the yeah, we're gonna get two more shows in here for sure. Uh, we got to do our end of the year recap because there was a lot of good music that came out yeah. this year. I was looking through it. I'm like, holy, what? Uh, yeah, it was a good year for music and movies. There was a lot of good movies that mm-hmm. came out this year, too. Uh, God, so since I've last been on, I was in Germany and Italy and Switzerland. Uh, I went to Riot Fest in Chicago. Can't remember what bands played. My Chemical Romance played. Uh, I went to When We Were Young Fest in Las Vegas. That was pretty amazing after a bunch of mishaps and coming back and then flying back out. So that happened. <laughs> um, it's uh, AFI. God, I saw a lot of music. Yeah. I don't know. Living, living life. Live, laugh, love. Yeah. What about you, man? Four months come by. Oh, we did Madeline Island in those four months, yeah, too. Yeah, Madeline <laughs> Island. Uh, September was a busy fucking month. There's a few small things you did here and there. Uh, yeah, but like it's basically, it's been a pretty normal month besides like the whole uh, all the overtime I started doing, right. which is like when I started clocking my hours, it's like oh oh wow, <laughs> uh, yeah shit, uh, yeah. Go from there. Any movies? Anything good? Yeah, I saw Glass Onion a couple. Oh, days that's ago. right. That we were was just talking really about good. that. I yeah. really enjoyed that. I I personally liked it a lot better than Knives Out. Uh, so that's I like me. I like Knives Out. A, a little bit more, but like this is uh, this is also really good. I, I enjoyed like uh, the turn at the midpoint and uh, just the it was just a fun. I, Knives out was like out there, but this went full bore out there, and I think that's why I liked it more. Knives out, it was like 
trying to be serious but out there at the same time. This one had more uh, more jokes. Yeah, a lot more jokes. And freaking the cast was amazing. Kate Hudson, she hasn't done anything in freaking years. And then freaking Edward Norton, oh, I love him so much. Batista, I it's amazing his what his career has become from wrestling. It's kind of like John Cena, but John Cena just kind of fell off the earth, and now he's going back to wrestling. But Batista, he's got he's comedic. He's fucking. He's serious. going back to wrestling. He was a uh, yeah. That it was just watching TV. And uh, they had an advertisement for John Cena's returning, and I can't remember who they said he was fighting. It was probably some other big name. Oh, so remember. it's just like an exhibition thing. It could be, see. unless he's going back. Because like he's more. really, because apparently he's really good at, and like I know he was at least in the movie for the Suicide Squad, like that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's amazing in that, and then he had the TV show where he played that. So. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in the TV show too. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he's he's a great actor. He's fun and stuff. But yeah, Batista. yeah, but like yeah, Dave Bautista has, has been a very interesting turn. I, I like unlike. Uh, the Unlike uh, Dwayne Rock. Johnson, he uh, he's not afraid to like uh, make fun of himself. Very much so. The uh, what was it? The I can't wait for the new M Night Shyamalan movie with him, where they come and it's a knock at the cabin door, and it's like with the the actor I can't remember the uh, Robert Grit something. Gr- the yeah, the played, yeah Ron Weasley. Yeah, who, the actor who played Ron Weasley is in that. It's probably going to be terrible because it's M Night Shyamalan, but also I I I'm a sucker for going to see M Night Shyamalan movies too. They always give me a little like the end happens and you mm-hmm. know there's going to be a twist, but I, I always I enjoy seeing his movies, and this one looks particularly interesting. End of the world in the middle of the woods. Okay, I'm sold. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unless there apparently is uh, some sacrifices to be made. It could be. Maybe it's a little girl. I don't know. It's probably going to get pretty dark. Yeah. Uh, I I made my mom watch uh, Bullet Train and The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and then we also watched Everything Everywhere oh, wow. All at Once. All yeah. In no. One like I, I saw that Bullet Train was streaming. I was like, well, I have to watch that. You didn't come with it? I, oh, it was just me and me and Casey that went yeah, to I it. Think so. Oh God, it's 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 absolutely fantastic, and she loved every second of it. She liked uh, the 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 Nick Cage one. Quite a bit because it's it's yeah, just a, a lot good of comedy. Fun. I was not expecting her to like everything everywhere all at once because it was like eleven o'clock at night. We started it. And I'm like, <laughs> you kind of have to read subtitles some of the time, and uh, she absolutely loved it. And we bawled our eyes out by the end of it. So I highly that's my third time watching everything everywhere. And yeah, I love it so much. So yeah, yeah, a lot of good movies came out this year. Oh yeah, and I just watched uh, the Irishman of In- or the Banshees of Inertia. And that's also up for a bunch of awards. I went and saw the Whale last night, the new Brendan Fraser mm-hmm. one. Uh, I don't really get what all the praise is about. Brendan Fraser was great in it, of course, but the rest of it, it was kind of like, and Darren, Darren Aronofsky, what happened to you? You're so, you're such a church guy now. I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, what about listening? We got music. What have you been listening to, bud? Uh, let's see. Well, I've listened to a lot of stuff, uh, but I tried to try to figure out what I've been listening to like most recently because like some of this stuff has faded from my memory. Right. So you're, I listen to. You're very good at, at that stuff, where it's like you just leave some stuff. And I, yeah. Oh well, like I, because uh, I, I just I just keep adding albums to my uh, my playlist. You also got the tight, yeah, that, and, and it keeps it in order of when I added it. My time to listen to stuff is my two minute drive to to uh, the bar to work. So yeah, you, it's nice that you have the time to be able to. Yeah, put the, like I, I, but I haven't like since I've been so focused on like work stuff. I haven't, yep, yep. Ha- I haven't had music on while I've been working. So uh, here is uh, one album I listened to. I really enjoyed. This is. The album Sides, S-I-D-E-S, uh, from Alice Morton. Uh, There's a really fun uh, album. Here's the same team off of it.
like that a lot. Yeah. And uh, here's another one off that uh, same album. Here's Mania. Did you let me go easy? Was it easy for you? Every silver lines is saving you. I've entered the mania. I'm Did you by any chance play like Lash Out or The Root, No Roots on this before? I don't think so. I recognize the cover of it or whatever, and I'm like, the only reason I think is because that. But Lash Out, I think, is a big song. 2018. Maybe. Uh, but I, I don't know. Alice Morton doesn't like the name. Doesn't uh, it, it? Doesn't seem familiar. I'm guessing to me. the lash out one. I probably know from the current, if anything. But yeah, that that I'm, I'm adding sides to my my music right now. So hell yeah, yeah. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. There's some some uh, lower energy songs in there. Some higher energy songs in there. Good mix. Really enjoyed it. So yeah, that was sides from Alice Morton. So great. I'd say check that album out. Uh, here's another one. This one actually took me. I, I kept having it pop up on like my. Uh, I was like next playing the next album, and then like but I'd be like, well, I'm done doing what I was doing, and so I so I stopped Keep listening. So, it. so eventually, though, I did listen to uh, Second Nature from uh, Lucius. And how is it? I, I enjoyed it. Uh, here's a uh, next to normal off of it. They're so cool. Yeah. Um, I guess this is the year I got into alt country quite a bit. Uh, there's Co Wetzel. I think I, I I played that earlier this year. I love that, and of course Overall Peck. And uh, now I can't get enough of this album by Sierra Farrell. Uh, the album is called Long Time Coming. It's her debut album. She's had a few EPs and stuff before it. But uh, these two songs I just love from it. This one I heard on TikTok a few times, so that's probably why I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but this one's called In Dreams.
Yeah, this album's definitely going to be on my top 10 of the year. Uh, my favorite song from the album is this song called Whisper and Waltz. I know Most of the album's slower songs and stuff, but they're just really pretty songs. She's and her voice is so cool. So, uh, and then Lee sent me the album from uh, Joe Keery, who he is famous from being Steve Harrington on the show uh, Stranger Things. He just came out with his new album. Uh, his band is called DJO, DJO, and uh, the album is called Decide, all uppercase. And this one stuck out for me. The album kind of sounds like. M83, and uh, after I was listening to it and coming to do the show here, I'm like, oh, it kind of sounds like Proto Men 2 in a way. Uh, it just has, like, it, it, he isn't bringing a lot of new stuff to the table. I still like it, but yeah, so mm -hmm. here is End of the Beginning, my favorite song from the album. A major sacrifice, but clueless at the time. Enter Caroline. Yeah, go check out some of those albums. Uh, DJ, it's pretty fun, interesting, different, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then Stranger Things should be wrapping up next year, hopefully, right? Yeah, hopefully. it sounds pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah, it's time for some music news. Good thing I started uh, sifting through when we first thought we were going to record before your overtime because that cut my, yeah. <laughs> my uh, music news in half of trying to figure it out. So now I got everything from mid-November to December to look at for our next show. Uh, but what do I got here? One of these windows is the correct window. Is it this one? It's that one. All right. Uh, Nile Rogers uh, is now the namesake of an asteroid. 
Rogers' friend Simon Lowry, who works with the European Southern Observatory and is affiliated with the International Astronomical Union, arranged the honor. He revealed the newly named Niall Rogers, one word, uh, 1919-11 at a dinner celebration at the songwriter's 70th birthday earlier in November. Uh, Niall Rogers is 19... Niall... <laughs> now I'm trying to name his name and this asteroid. So Niall Rogers, 1919-11, was first discovered April 2005 and is about 300 million miles away from Earth. It takes just under six years to complete one full orbit. Uh, I can't remember what they said the size was, but if it ever, ever hit Earth, they would destroy the Earth. So... Yeah. yeah. So it's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bob Dylan's new book, The Philosophy Philosophy of Modern Song, contains over 60 essays that talk about uh, songs by influential artists over the decades. Uh, the audiobook version features notable guests reading the essays. Jeff Bridges, Helen Mirren, Helen Mirren Sissy Spacek, Oscar Isaac, and Steve Buscemi are just to name a few. Uh, Bob Dylan also controversy with this book bob dylan has also apologized to fans who purchased what they believed to be hand-signed copies of his new book but were later revealed to contain reproduction of the songwriter's signature he took to social media to address the issue claiming that he used an auto pen for the signatures after a bad case of vertigo made him unable to sign some of the 600 dollars copies that's a lot of money for a book yeah, and he had vertigo? Yeah, it happened before COVID and then got worse during COVID or something, so it's just everything he does kind of, so, I, I, yeah, I don't know. And, yeah. But I want to hear the audiobook. I would love to hear half those people listen, read uh, essays. I guess Bob he's, Dylan he's, Bob Dylan's pretty old, uh, like, because normal, like, 600 copies isn't that bad. Or $600 per book. Oh, okay. I don't know how many copies oh, how many of copies the books he had. Right. I think it was probably 1,000 or so. Okay. But, uh. Yeah, I think he got through a big chunk of them, and then by the end, he just had to give up or something. I probably, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I definitely want to hear the audiobook. There was uh, some YouTuber that was like trying, they had like a thousands of things that they had to sign, and like they did a video on it, but basically it felt like they were dying. Yeah, the, I've watched some of like... Uh, Where they had, it was like days of effort of them just being locked in a room right. signing. Yeah, and then when you have a band of like five people in the band, you have your stacks, you just keep passing them down the row, and get, I, I, that would take a long time to yeah. bust all that out. Eventually, I just want a stamp or an auto pen, too. They <laughs> <laughs> just start doing smiley faces or circles or whatever. Uh, Meet Me in the Bathroom was officially released. It's a documentary chron chronicling the history of New York City's music scene of the early 2000s. The movie is based on Lizzie Goodman's 2017 book with the same name and features never-before-seen footage of bands such as The Strokes, The Moldy Peaches, LCD Sound System, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's Interpool, TV on the Radio, and many more. Uh, I went to go see this at the beginning of November. It's a really good documentary. Uh, basically starts out kind of 1999 and when the Strokes and Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs were kind of just first getting started there and uh, how everything just boomed when 2000 hit. And then it kind of, it's like everybody's at their peak. Bands are kind of splitting up. Some bands are getting bigger, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes right into when the Twin Towers go down and it just, the whole movie just has a whole different vibe after that. Uh, highly recommend it. It's a really good documentary. It's called Meet Me in the Bathroom. Check it out. Pretty sweet. Yeah. I, did, I, I thought LCD Sound System was a lot older than a lot of those bands, but that's just because James Murphy's like 50-something now. But he got to start maybe mid-30s or something and tried to be a... Uh, when they're interviewing him, and it's pretty funny, he's uh, trying to make a 
produce an album for a DJ artist, but he doesn't understand the music. He's just like, I don't get what, why is this popular? It makes no freaking sense. And finally, they get him tripping on mushrooms, and he starts dancing the whole night away, and he finally gets the tune, and that's when he decided to make LCD Sound System. And they have, <laughs> so it's it's a kind of funny story how LCD Sound System became who they were. And uh, their first show, he made a demo by himself. And then somewhere in England got the demo and they called him up and they're like, hey, you want to play a show? And he wasn't ever going to become a band either. And uh, he just basically called up all his best buds and were like, hey, so they want me to do a show in England. You guys want it? So we got his band of like misfits from college together. Hadn't wrote a single song and they wrote like 10 songs in three days or something and then went and did the show there. And yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> no practice, no nothing. Yeah. The, I can't remember the girl's name in there. She's just like, I hate you so much, James. Why are you making me do this? And next thing you know, they're huge. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, the ticket, the Taylor Swift thing happened while we were uh, out of the office. I was the, the day those were on sale, I was also trying to get AFI tickets for their uh, 20th anniversary of Sing the Sorrow, which also sold out a matter of seconds and was impossible to get tickets. And that's also because Swift fans were taking over Ticketmaster at the exact same time, so that was all close for fuck. But uh, the U.S. Senators Amy Klobuchar and Mike Lee are leading a new subcommittee investigating the lack of competition in the ticketing markets. Klobuchar stressed the need to scrutinize Ticketmaster's dominance over the concert ticket market in the light of the chaotic Taylor Swift era's tour sales. Uh, Ticketmaster website failed hundreds of thousands of fans hoping to purchase tickets. Uh, the high fees, site disruptions, and cancellations that customers experience show how Ticketmaster's dominant market positions, dominant market position, means the company does not face any pressure to continually innovate and improve. Uh, how long have we been doing this show, and how long have we been talking about something has to be done, and maybe something's finally going to be done? Well, but like last time, uh, I don't remember who what a musical artist was like doing it. Like it was brought for Congress or whatever. Mm -hmm. To talk about like hey, how Ticketmaster like they basically got laughed out. Yeah, it's yeah. like this has been a, like a, an issue for years and years. The fact that we actually got some senators on it, hopefully that means something. But yeah, it's <laughs> I can't believe it just took Taylor Swift stuff to actually happen. Like they like there's uh, no competition because yeah. like they have like deals with all these places. Yeah, and then when they joined up with Live Nation, that's already deals with even more places. Yeah. And then all the festivals and everything because Frontgate tickets. Yeah, it's wild. So yeah, well. See if something ends up happening. I mean, even 2004 is my first concert I ever went to, and from 2004 to 2010, I mean, it was 15 to 20 bucks to go see a show. Now just going to see a show at First Avenue alone is like 35, 40 bucks or more. And, and we don't have to talk about the other prices I spend on other things. But, yeah, something has to be done. Um, What else do I got here? Metallica. They're back with a new album. It's called 72 Seasons. Comes out April, and a tour was announced to back that which has also sold all their days out uh, very, very quickly. Uh, their tour is, kicks off in Europe in 2023 before a string of North American shows later in the year and more dates to follow in 2024. Uh, Minneapolis is set for the 2024 dates. Uh, it, it's getting two of them. And uh, on the first date, the opener is Pantera. Uh, this is marking their first ever tour in over 21 years, ever since Dimebag Daryl died. So, yeah, I was actually shocked to see that Pantera was on there because, yeah, I, I didn't think they'd find somebody to replace her. So, second date is Five Finger Death Punch, but nobody really gives a shit about that. I did not get Metallica tickets. Um, Another one I couldn't get tickets to, and I didn't really try because I knew I wouldn't be able to get tickets to, is the Postal Service and Death Cab for Cutie. 
They announced a co-headlining tour taking place next fall. The 2023 dates will celebrate the 20th anniversaries of both their respective 2003 records, Give Up and Transatlanticism. Ben Givard will pull double duty as the lead singer for each night of the, the tour uh, because he is the, the main frontman of both bands. Uh, they'll be performing the albums front to back. The track also marks the first live performance from the Postal Service in over a decade. I know the fact I've never... I know for a fact I will never have a year again like 2003, Gibbard said in a press release. The Postal Service record came out, Transatlanticism came out, these two records will be on my tombstone, and I am totally fine with that. I have never really had more creative, inspired year. Uh, yeah, Sierra got tickets to that. I was half tempted to, but I didn't. I really, the closer to the date, I could always try and get tickets. But I remember high school... Every single morning, it was uh, Peter listening to the Postal Service Give Up album. It was Picks Me Up, and it's that same, yep, going back to, yep. We listened to that album a lot. Postal Service, good album. Any news, bud? Uh, no, no news. All right, let's go on to our weekly theme. Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is A Spoonful of Medicine. Mm -hmm. And uh, no, I did not put that song on my list, even though I half-temptedly wanted to, just because. But uh, <laughs> yeah, relatively simple. I forgot that we did this in the past, so I might have repeated one uh, I, you, I, when you told me that you didn't use one song because you used it last time. So, oops. Uh, well, also, that's fine. But it would have been on my list. You don't have yeah, access true. to what my list true. is. True. Uh, and then, yeah, that, so I'm sitting here to have my list here and I'm like, well, Carlos might have this one, this one, this one out of left field. I didn't think he'd have the one that I was on my list already. And I had the cold war kids version of it and he has uh, another version of it. So yeah, and I forgot that version exists. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Medicine, doctors, health. I don't know everything you can imagine that has to do with yeah. medicine. So here you go. What do you got, bud? So my first one is from the black keys and it's called fever. I forgot about this song too. I was hoping somebody would comment if they called the phone number in the music video there, but nobody did. I, uh, I've i probably heard that Black Keys song the most of any of the songs. Because really? like back when I had uh, Pandora, yeah. that's how I used Like I used to, like that's how I would like listen start to music. Era. And that would like always end up on like the rock playlist. It'd just be, so I'd, I'd hear it over and over again, like once a night. What year was that? Though? Pandora? No, this song. Oh, May 2014. Ooh, yeah. Right. Let's rock album. That's right. All right, cool. Uh, my first one is by the Rolling Stones, and it's called Dear Doctor. Dear Doctor. 
My next one is Hospital Beds Performed by Florence and the Machine. I haven't listened to Lungs in so long. That's a great album. Uh, my next one is a blast from the past. Uh, yeah, it's it's pink and it's just like a pill. Maybe I should get some help. I can't stay on your life support. There's a shortage in the switch. I can't stay on your morphine because it's making me itch. I said it's trying to call the nurse again, but she's being a little bitch. I think I'll get out. Just like a pill Instead of 
to 12 year old Matt. That was a that was a video. <laughs> uh, 2001. How the fuck? What you got? Uh, my next one is I don't know how this ended up on my list, but it did. I haven't thought of this band in years. Uh, like uh, like I just had like on my list when I opened it up uh, to start start uh, completing it this morning it was like surgical fo- surgical focus is like. Who the what the fuck is this song? <laughs> How did it end up on my list? But yeah, so my next song is Surgical Focus by from uh, Guided by Voices. With surgical focus, she stared at me and said, I'm willing to reach out. They started in 1983. Yeah, and it's a very 90s song, too. Yeah. Like this one was like 1999 or something like that. The, even the cover of that, I'm like, that's either early 2000s or late 90s. Oh, yeah, it sounds very 90s. And like, yep. it's an interesting read of some of those lines. Like, is uh, I, I kind of like it. So, yeah, yeah, that was Surgical Focus. Nice. Uh, my next one is by Mr. Jackson Brown, and it's Doctor My Eyes. I have done all that I could to see the Jackson. I'm just going to quick search Doctor My Eyes. See if I can figure out when I had this one. My eyes. It might have even been a different thing or something. Uh, let's see. I might have had it on two different years. So I had it 2019 for A Cure for What Ails You. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that theme. And... Uh, Oh, nope, the other one was just found, found eyes underneath a shifting rhythm for Suit of Judy Blue Eyes. 
God, I wish I had all my notes situated like that. I have all my the the InDesign files, but I don't have any of the songs in any of the InDesign files. Oh well. Okay. Well, now I got to go find my actual notes for this show. That's not from a older. Yeah, because I, I I have a separate notebook for each of the uh, uh, each year. Let me see. All right, I do have the right. So my next one is from the Mountain Goats, and it's "Need More Bandages," which I kind of picture as like a. It sounds like a, like a war medic type thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I am not first to follow the plan, just a cog in the machine. I'm just here to run interference, dancing like a fly in the screen. Gonna We're gonna need more bandages. We're gonna need. We're gonna need more bandages. More bandages. More shovels. They did a good job with that album. Yeah, it's it really good, good. Um, my next one is by the band Nirvana, and uh, everybody needs some lithium in them, right? I'm so happy because today found my friends here in my head. I'm so ugly, that's okay, because so are you. Every day for all I care I'm not scared Light my candles In our days Cause I found God So my next one is from uh, Madison Cunningham, and it's her song, Hospital.
Yeah, like it has a very like makes me think like oh I have had to have heard this before like for years like mm-hmm. definitely like sounds like it's from the night no this came out this year we so. did it what? yeah no, so three uh, months ago it was yeah added. so I haven't listened to the album yet but like I added to my I added it to my uh, list yeah I like it. it has that southern rock kind of feel to mm-hmm. it too I like that uh, my final one is by the band AFI because I saw them recently and I'm on an AFI kick so it is called Medicaid. Then I decided to let it play out. But yeah, so uh, that was our medicine uh, theme. Yeah. Uh, some other songs I had on my list I could have done, which I think I did chemo limo on the last one, so I didn't use that one for a reason. Uh, Hospital Beds was my Cold War Kids one. Uh, Cancer, My Chemical Romance. Uh, I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis in the News. That would have been fun. Uh, Comfortably Numb from Pink Floyd. And Love is the Drug by Roxy Music. Those are some of the other ones I was playing with too. So Yeah. yeah. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no. Oh, I forgot at the top of our show, you forgot to remind me, but we also got to thank our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Hoppin' Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Simpson, and Phil Feldman. Uh, sorry, I was supposed to do that at the top of the show. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, let's close the show out. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. Uh, we got one more end of the year show coming up for you. I yep, don't know if uh, Carlos is going to do anything. End of the I'm year done. bonanza. Yeah, I love the bonanza. It's always good. <clears throat> uh, where we do, uh, each of us have 10 albums each of our best We are doing, uh, yeah, I couldn't remember if it's 10 or 5. Yeah. 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 And we, we just choose a song off there to represent each album. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of ours usually intertwine, but you, you usually listen to a lot more than I do, actually. So, it, it's pretty good. I like, it's our end of year show. So it's always fun. I got a lot of albums I got to listen to between <laughs> now and then. Yeah, I don't know if we'll record next week or else my final week here, but we'll figure it out. So, uh, For updates, so yeah, that's our theme next week. Uh, for updates and more information of a Soundwave, go like us on Facebook at Blind News Studios or follow us on Instagram. Our flagship show, Department of Offense, is still live every Sunday evening. Uh, we got our New Year's Eve special this weekend, I think, right? Are we doing that? Uh, I don't know if we're doing a New Year's special. For, okay. Well, for we might be doing one this weekend, so we'll find out. Uh, but you can come join in the fun at blindninjastudios.com slash live. This show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website at blindninjastudios.com or you can subscribe on any of your favorite podcast apps so you never miss an episode. If you just can't get enough of Soundwave and Blind News Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you. It keeps our lights on. It's pretty sweet. You can even do as low as a buck. Let's do it. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in the new year.